What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. What is up, JJ Wang? Week six is in the books. Here we go. Yes, it's another good weekend. Um, actually, the games themselves, I mean, pretty low-scoring week as far as fantasy goes, but somehow I ended up winning most of my leagues this, this week, which is weird. I usually score a lot of points and then lose, but this week didn't score a whole lot and um, still ended up winning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm batting 500 this week. I had a team that I actually lost to a guy who didn't start two players. He had Goddard playing, and um, I forget who the other injured person was playing. That's how bad that team I have in that dynasty league is. But when I was rebuilding, I knew that was going to happen. And, but my teams that should have won won. My teams that didn't shouldn't have won didn't win. So that's that's about where they are. The rebuilding. It's the dynasty aspect of it all. So yeah, I think I, I think I only scored 107, 107 points in that league where my guy didn't start two against you. I, I struggled in that league. That's really bad. Well, you you you're building. You you decided to go straight up build from the yeah. This went all rookies. <laughs> but yeah, so as we go in, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Leave some comments in YouTube. We're looking for another question. We had a great Instagram question that guided us through our Saturday show. Do you want to be the person to guide us to the show? Hit us up on one of those places. Or send us an email at thefantasycouriers at, dot, at gmail.com. Or check out the website, thefantasycouriers.wixsite.com backslash website. And we're looking for those 50 subscribers on YouTube. Will you be number 50? Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, we're still at 45, but I also like to apologize for that that Instagram question, too. I was, we was all on the Chargers, and they couldn't possibly have a worse, worse game than they did. And, of course, the Rams come out and look like they're the best team in the history of football, but... You know, EG, he sent me a message. He goes, looks like you missed that one. I said, yeah, uh, <laughs> but he right, looks like you missed that one. But I don't think it's going to be for the year but yeah but i i did say the ramps so what can i say you missed it i got it I, yeah i mean I, I missed bad of course of course when i decided to jump on the bandwagon i finally i'm finally starting to get all in they just lay up a big stinker and now i'm just i just jump right back off of it go back to the way i was three weeks ago i don't even I like mean, them anymore if you look at it though i picked the rams a couple weeks ago the rams laid a big stinker and yeah. it's it's just that up and down of football. Sometimes teams aren't, nobody's going to go undefeated anymore. It's not going to happen. You're going to have some weeks that some, for some odd reason, your team just lays an egg in. That's what the Chargers did this week. Yeah, I should have, I should have looked a little more deeper into it by when, um, according to like who they were playing. I was just all in on the Chargers. They had a lot tougher game than the, than the Rams obviously did, but the matchup was definitely different. But I should have, Oh, well, it happens. They'll be back. Season long, they're going to be fine. I don't think either of those teams are anything to um, – you're not going to throw either of those players to the curb. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. Speaking of some some rough weeks here, we have a luckily not as many as before. It just happens that they're all on one team. <laughs> um, injuries that we're going through. Um, we have the, the, the freaking Browns. They're dropping like flies. You had Chubb who didn't play. Hunt hurt his calf. Baker's got his shoulder in his sling. And we're going to hit a lot on that later on. But, oh, my goodness, dude. Sad, sad times. Yeah, it's, it's rough for them right now. Plus, they got that Thursday game. Like you said, we'll hit on that. Um, my worst injury was um, Kadarius Tony. I mean, he was he was looking good there in the beginning. Him and Daniel Jones was looking good. I think he was like three for 39, like first five minutes of the game. He was killing it. I was like, yeah, big game. And next thing I know, I turn around and he's, 
they're, he's in the blue tent and he's out for the game. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Is this how this guy's season is going to go? All I needed was 1.5 more points for him. He got oh. six, almost seven points in that league, but he got 1.5 and a loss to the guy who didn't start anyone. <laughs> but yes, he looks good, though. I mean, I'm surprised that he looks that good. I mean, especially with Daniel Jones' quarterback. He looks way better than I thought. But And then the other the other injuries, we got uh, Paris Campbell. I mean, that big breakout was coming, right? He had that big 50-yard oh. bomb touchdown. I was like, uh-oh, here we go. That breakout could actually be here in a in predictable Paris Campbell fashion. He injures his foot, and he's probably going to be out for the next three weeks. Same goes with T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton was looking good out there. I mean, he was catching bombs. You know, he looked like the old T.Y. And then, of course, in T.Y. fashion, gets injured and he's and he's out. And same same thing with these guys all the time. All three of these injuries kicked me. I had Tony playing. I'm like, oh, he's looking strong. And I'm like, where'd he go? Then I had Campbell in a league. that I almost was going to drop him recently. Boom. I'm like, holy cow, he's killing it. Wait. Oh, he had one catch. And then I, I picked up Hilton in a couple of leagues. So I was like, he's there. I might as well pick him up. And then I was, and Wentz was targeting Hilton. I was like, yeah, this is going to be gone. Oh. Yeah, but, I mean, it seems like when Hilton plays, he's, I mean, he's obviously the number one guy, but he just can't stay. He's always hurt, man. He just can't stay healthy. At least we're not saying Mike Williams, right? <laughs> that is true. I'd be, I'd I think be, he fell down and had it. Yeah, I was I'm about to say, I'd rather him have an injury to, as an excuse for the bad game instead of, stinker they put up yeah well luckily this week we're not we don't have as many injuries that are devastating just one team is devastated which we'll hit on in a bit but we're gonna just jump into our week three takeaways and get going from there my, my first big takeaway i am amazingly shocked at how good the cardinals are and they didn't they, have their head coach w- without their head coach <laughs> they are undefeated their defense, which was supposed to be probably the Achilles Hill, is looking amazing. Just throwing JJ Watt, that's all you need, and you're gonna run over people. Kyler is killing it. If you have him on your fantasy team, I think we've had one, maybe one stinker, but it was and when he's playing good, he's he's amazing. The RBs are sufficient. They're nothing you're not gonna really want them. But the the real question is, are they just killing it in real life? Or do they have enough pieces in fantasy that will help you out? So you got Kyler, D-Hop, you're going to play. But what what do they really do for us fantasy-wise? Um, I think the, well, the, the biggest question is how does Zach, when Zach Ritz gets back, will he, be, will, be, will he be relevant? I guess we'll find that out. But as far as the running backs go, um, James Connors, you know, he's, he gets those touchdowns. Um, he doesn't look great in between the 20s. But, you know, when he gets down inside the five, he's going to be that a touchdown guy. So, I mean, if you need something there, he's a possibility. But I think A.J. Green, I think A.J. Green's really turning into something here. I think I know 79 yards and a touchdown. He's turning into a really good season. Um, Christian Kirk, he looks decent out there. I mean, possible flex. I mean, he has his bad games, but at this point, it's Christian Kirk. Of course he will. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing is, I know D-Hop had those two touchdowns, but Four targets, only three catches for 55 yards. It's not like the D-hop of old where he's getting those 13, 14 targets. I mean, if he doesn't get those touchdowns, if he's not getting those touchdowns, I mean, you are really just, I mean, I know it's D-hop and he gets his touchdowns. But like, if he's not scoring those touchdowns, you will be really disappointed in um, DeAndre Hopkins this year. Luckily, he's cashing in kind of like Adam Thielen. Just just catches touchdowns, man. I will say that. Yeah, I will say that move that um, D-hop made on that first touchdown, 
where he just faked out like three guys and had them all fall down. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty impressive. He's still he's still a beast. He could, and I wonder if it's a game script or if D Hop's lost a step. I guess what we won't know because there's so many pieces around that it's. Yeah, I mean, there's just more targets for Kyler to throw to. I mean, you got like four wide receivers they can go to at any other time, and the rest the, the rest of D Hop's career previously, I mean, it's just always been DeAndre Hopkins and nobody else. Yeah, and I mean the thing about them is they're undefeated for <laughs> one big reason, other than Max Williams. They haven't had any big injuries, and that seems to be what's killing a lot of teams in the NFL. So as long as they're healthy, I, I'm riding the, I'd ride this train as far as you can. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you I, mean I think the Rams off. will be get some revenge soon, but, you know. Oh, that's going to be – yeah, that's going to be a good game. I like it. Is that one going to be – where was the first game at? Did they play in Arizona the first game, or was that – like, you know? I don't recall. While you're looking that up, I'll switch over here to my speaking of injuries. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, so it'll be in Arizona. Oh, the next game will be in Air- Los Angeles? No, the next game will be in Arizona. Oh, it could be in Arizona. So I'm going to talk about some of the backup running backs that made a big impact um, on Sunday. Uh, we had Cliff Herbert, Darrell Williams, uh, Alex Collins, Chris Evans, and Kenyon Drake. Of course, we were all starting Herbert and Darrell um, Williams. Uh, Herbert had, I think, 113 total yards and a touchdown. And Williams had those two touchdowns. He didn't do great in the run game. But I did hear a, uh, a stat that Williams' game yesterday was the best game for a Kansas City running back in like two years. So what's that say about Hilaire? I mean, Williams just steps in, has a great game, and we're all just waiting for Hilaire to do the same thing, but it's just not happening. Didn't DJ Dove say that Daryl Williams was going to be great this week? Oh, you did say that. I mean, I was on that ad. <laughs> I was actually in the fantasy, um, in your fantasy nerds league. I actually started Herbert and Williams. Nice. So, I mean, that worked out really well. And then we had Alex Collins. He had 101 yards rushing. Um, I think he had one catch for negative three yards, so that was real impressive there. But evidently he got hurt. Overtime, yeah. I was so I think, I think I might bring that up a little later in the waiver wire show, but he got hurt. Um, of course, uh, what's the other guy's name? Penny. Uh, no, Chris Carson. Of course, he's still out, so I'm not sure when he's going to come back. So I want to look at those guys. And then Chris Evans and Kenyon Drake, they didn't get a lot of touches, but they did make that big impact. Drake had those two touchdowns on like six six touches. And Evans was able to get some play for um, with P. Ryan out. He looked pretty – I mean, he seems to be a good pass-catching back. Yeah, that's why they kept him. They said they liked him as the Giovanni Bernard um, replacement. But Mixon's been playing so well, they haven't needed the replacement. I mean, he looks good. I mean, we all know Mixon, um, of course, anybody can go down at any time. But with this history, you know, Mixon can be injured at any moment. So <laughs> I think Piran might come back next week. Hopefully, Evans takes a little bit of that work away. Do you want to go ahead and do your number two, or you want me to slip in mind? Well, I'm going to take your backup discussion here and lead it into your number three, which we'll do second, is that you notice the names we're saying here, and it makes me feel really happy. You notice you're not saying the name Booker? Yeah, <laughs> who stunk it up? And I believe yep. that was we said that. Didn't we say Booker? Or yep. I forget. Yeah, we said. And Kareem Hunt, who did play a good chunk of the game, yeah. that is true. Yeah. Do very well either. And I was very hesitant as to whether to make him a stud or a dud. So it's kind of interesting. So it makes you wonder: like, does he need Nick Chubb? Is he more reliant than we thought than he was on Nick Chubb? I mean, I. I mean, I think he is, like you, like you said in the last episode. I mean, you brought that up, how he played last year without Chubb. 
as with Chubb, and he, he plays much better with with Chubb in the lineup. I mean, Chubb takes all that dirty work, and Hunt comes, Hunt comes in and just cleans up after Chubb's done ran everybody ragged. So, I mean, he might be right. So, speaking of Chubb and Hunt and Mayfield, give us your um, your big take here. What are you thinking? So, so with um, Cleveland, everybody's hurt. I mean, Baker's hurt, right? He said he might play. You know, Hunt, he looked bad going out in the car. He looked pretty upset. That's never a good sign. Um, so we're stuck with Donovan Peoples-Jones, the Ernest Johnson, Demetric Felton. Odell, Odell Beckham did look decent. He was 5 for 79. I think it was the best game he's had all year. Like, and they got that quick turnaround on Thursday. I'm not sure if Chubb's going to play. Are you willing to start anybody in Cleveland? Oh, not on a Thursday night football game. That we might finally have our first stinker, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Who are they? Who are they? Who are they Broncos. Playing? They're playing the Broncos oh. on Thursday. It could be the with that good Broncos defense. I mean, if you're in dire straits, I guess you're starting Dearness Johnson. I started him. I think was it two years ago. He's been in Cleveland for a while. Yeah, and I had some desperation teams, and I I had to start him. But they're playing against the Broncos, who have that really good defense. And if you don't have your starting running backs, and I, from what I'm hearing, Baker's going to play. Yep. So, I mean, they're going to just throw the ball until his shoulder actually falls off. Well, it was his left shoulder, I think. It's still, right? it's all the whole. So the whole I mean, I'm sure emotion. it's still hurt. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I could be out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's a pro. He should be able to handle this. Come on, tough it up, boy. Yeah, no, right. But, uh, I mean, I kind of like Donovan Peoples Jones. I mean, of course, he had that huge, um, that Hail Mary. <laughs> About a Hail Mary touchdown. But last two games, he's had 11 targets, nine catches for 171 yards, and those two touchdowns yesterday. I mean, he's actually coming around these last two weeks. Might be turning into that sleeper that when he was coming out of college, you know, there are a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk about him coming out. Like last year, of course, he didn't do much. Beginning of this year, he didn't do much. But He's looking a little better now. It's looking like Baker is actually looking for him out there. And as far as his running back goes, I mean, if you if you're in need and Chubb isn't Chubb isn't able to play, I think Dearness Johnson might might be a good start. I don't see him passing a lot with Baker not being able to throw, right? Yeah, no, not maybe, at all. Maybe Demetric Felton might be able to get a few more snaps. He did play the most snaps he has all year. Felton did. He played a whopping twelve. That was the most he's played all year. So. So good for him. But if you're investing in Cleveland, nah, I'm sorry for you. I mean, I, I, I started in Joku and I think a DraftKings League this week and he disappeared. Yeah. They were supposed <laughs> to be a coming out party for him. They're like, yeah, he's doing great. He's going to be amazing. He was super cheap. I was like, I'm going to throw him in and goose egg. Yeah, actually, when I was talking about Cleveland, I completely forgot about it. Off right existed. Yeah. It's a week to pass on Cleveland. If you have the Broncos defense, you're excited. If you have the Broncos offense, you're gonna you're gonna play them. But Cleveland's defense is still good. But the Broncos will get those garbage time touchdowns because they're gonna get tired. Yeah, absolutely. And because they're going to be on the field a lot, so I think yeah, we Cortland, might finally have a first stinker. Yeah, Cortland Sutton looked really good. Speaking of Broncos, Cortland Sutton looked really good yesterday. He's having a really he good targeted. Yeah, preferred with targets. And but that's probably going to change when Judy comes back. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit too. <laughs> We're just jumping around here. So just a question. Is Mac Jones 
the best rookie quarterback in this class. We've hit on it a little bit. I, I spent a little more time watching the the game last week. Uh, the Mac Jones uh, Patriots losing. They lost to the Cowboys, but it and he only lo- he only had that one dumb interception. But he looked confident in the pocket. He's not putting up giant stats like uh, Trevor Lawrence, but it's because he doesn't have to, and his game scripted that way. But is he the the best quarterback in this class thus far? I don't think he's the. I don't even think he's anywhere close to the best quarterback. I mean, he's having. I don't want to say the best season, but he's. I mean, he's having. He's having a good season. He's got the best coach out of all the quarterbacks in this class. I mean, I think that helps a lot. You think Belichick's better than Meyer? Yeah, right. (laughs) We've all seen how much of a difference a good coach can help a quarterback. Um, Like the only one that could quite be comparable is Trey Lance with Kyle Shanahan. But we all knew Trey Lance coming in, he's just not a great thrower. I mean, Mac is a better thrower than Trey Lance, but I'm still picking Trey Lance over Mac Jones. I'm still picking Justin Fields over Mac Jones. I, of course, that you know that coaching staff is terrible. And then I'm still picking Trevor Lawrence over Mac Jones. I guess the only one that I would consider picking Mac Jones over is um, what's his name for the Jets? Oh, Zach Wilson. Wilson. He might be the only one. Um, but like I said, he's having he's having a like a an okay season. But I I I still can't say he's the best rookie quarterback. I mean, but this year though, if you're playing rookie quarterbacks, you got to play Mac Jones. He's gonna be your number two. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess as far as like this year, I mean, like I said, he's having the better season. But like I said, they were talking about as far as when he's coming in, he he might be the most pro ready quarterback, and I guess they were right. But like you said, he's got Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick knows how to knows how to work a quarterback. But I still think if Mac, if, if let's say Justin Fields was there at fifteen and Mac Jones was still there at fifteen, I'm pretty confident. Uh, Belichick probably would have went Justin Fields instead of Mac Jones, but you know that we'll never know that. Multiverse. But he's doing better than I thought he would. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It's me too. Remember, if you go back, if anybody goes back and watches our old shows, you will see how much I hated Mac Jones. I thought he's gonna be a total dud. Yeah, but you, you also hated Mac Jones because he went to the Patriots, and I hated Mac Jones because he went to Alabama. So it was a whole bunch of things all put together. <laughs> this made it wasn't it? It wasn't a good combination of everything. Yeah, so uh, so these last two Homer picks. Yeah, I was Homer about to say the last two that we will um talk about the Homer picks here. We'll, we'll let you go save the best for last with you. Oh, baby. Um, but I had a um I had a family member at, ask me if we could do some cowboy talk. It's actually it's my mom. It's her first year playing fantasy football. We did a little family league. She's all into it. I'm I'm That's a, awesome. I'm a, kind of excited about her being so far into it. She wanted a little cowboy talk. But like I said, we all know the traditional Cowboy. You know, Dak's got his 16 touchdowns, you know, just the four interceptions. So he's he's playing really well. You know, Zeke's got his six touchdowns. I'm not sure. Let's see how many yards he's got here. I'm not sure where I'm at. Gotcha. So he's got – yeah, so he's got his 500 rushing yards, um, 100 re- receiving yards. He's actually playing way better than I thought. He's averaging five yards a carry with his six touchdowns. And, you know, we got – I was also surprised to see that Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz got pretty much the same amount of yardage. Uh, Schultz has 359. Cooper has 373. Cooper has four touchdowns. Schultz has three. But after yesterday, it's pretty obvious that the number one guy there is CeeDee Lamb. He had a slow first half, but in that second half, he really he really popped off. He had like 150 yards and those two touchdowns. It's the game winner in overtime. He's looking really good. But the person I wanted to bring up 
I mean, I don't think we're going to pick him up anywhere. Cedric Wilson, it's like it's his first game that he's really played decent. He's had the, had the seven targets. He was actually more involved than I thought. I mean, he looked pretty decent. Dak looked confident in him. He almost had that another touchdown coming down to the one-yard line. So with Cedric Wilson maybe showing off a little bit, would that be open up a possibility for a trade of Michael Gallup maybe? It, it would be a good chip to have if somebody wants to – because Gallup's coming back fairly soon from what I believe. Yeah, I believe so. And I, I was I'm, – I'm a Michael Gallup believer, so I, I was – that's why I was shocked last year when they drafted CD. I think – I thought Jerry just wants his shiny new toy, and that's why they drafted CD Lamb when Gallup – Gallup and Cooper was a <clears> – <throat> excuse me – was a great outside combo. So I was kind of shocked. But – I would say it's a smart play, so I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry just wants to hoard his toys. I would use the Michael Gallup chip. There's plenty of teams that need receivers. Gallup's isn't is this is his last year, correct? On his, con- uh, his contract, not. I think he's. Oh yeah, he's four year, he wasn't a first rounder, so he got the four years. So this might be. Yeah, this might. Yeah, be. I believe he's a free agent, so they might want to get what they can get because he's not going to resign here. He's going to go sign somewhere where he can at least be a two. So if if you see a team that's looking like. Maybe the next team we're going to talk about that wants a good receiver, Gallup. Gallup, I wouldn't throw Gallup to the curb. He's a great receiver. Yeah, there's just when Gallup comes back, there's just not going to be enough targets for everybody. I mean, you got, of course, you got the two great wide receivers plus Schultz. I mean, he's really coming on it. He's really impressed me. Shocked me. Shock. Yeah, like I said, there's going to be a lot of targets. I mean, somebody's going to get left out. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of targets, and Cowboys aren't throwing that much with Zeke playing so well. So somebody's like say somebody's gonna be left out. It's amazing how many plays they've ran against the good Patriots defense. I mean when Pollard and Zeke ran twenty seven times and then he threw it fifty one. It's crazy. Like oh did he throw that did he throw that much? He had to because they You're right. I mean Zeke had a good for a Patriots run defense, Zeke had sixty nine yards. That's still pretty good on seventeen carries considering how stout the front is there. But yeah he had to throw a bunch there but it was just game script. It's because they had to to and plus in the fourth quarter they were <laughs> having to come back. Yeah, there's that that like three minute stretch in the fourth quarter with Diggs's interception and then yeah. Max um touched that big touchdown that that Diggs Diggs did come out saying, Yep, that was completely my fault. I botched that. Um He's like good thing we won. <laughs> so yeah, going from so going from one homer pick to another. I got to watch my abysmal Dolphins lose to the Jaguars, ending oh, the longest God. losing streak in the NFL in recent that's, memory. That's rough. And I just ended the game with my hand on my head, looking at it like, wow, wow. <laughs> and then I go on to like Dolphins Facebook pages, and everybody is just crushing Tua. And I, I'm sitting there, I'm just, so people were asking me yesterday, I saw people working. I was like, Tua did not look bad. Everything else looks pretty stinking horrible. Tua didn't look Peyton Manning, but he's got a broken rib. He's wearing a bulletproof vest on his chest, and he's still moving around. He threw 47 times for 329 yards, two touchdowns. The interception was pretty bad. The interception, was he he, he should have floated it over the defender, but he just threw a straight rocket. and it went right, like, It looked like he was throwing to the cornerback. But... <laughs> Otherwise, he looked. He was moving in the pocket a lot. The offensive line was protecting. The running backs couldn't go anywhere. <clears throat> Gaskin was five of nine, and he basically had two people. He had Gasicki just exploded 
Waddle looked like a man on a mission. I mean, I, I didn't realize how few yards he had. Yeah. He, he got 10, 10 target, 10 receptions rather, for 70 yards and two touchdowns. All their receivers hurt to the point that Mike Hollins was the third leading receiver, then Durham Smythe. After that, nobody had more than 50 yards. And he threw for 329 yards, but he's getting crushed because the Dolphins' defense couldn't stop Trevor Lawrence. The what what's what do we do here? Like they're missing their top receivers, the defense is in shambles, and some of the play calling is suspect. But that happens when you have three guys calling offensive plays. Yeah, like considering what Tua has around him, I think Tua played like you say he's got zero run game. I don't think the offensive line is all that great. And their defense is completely opposite of what it was last year. So, I mean, it's really going to be hard for, for Tua to succeed. Like I said, he's, like he's got Waddle and Gusecki, which is a good start in the passing game. They're going to need more receivers. Um, this is the kind of player that I thought Waddle was going to be. Just that underneath, you know, just just target hawk. I mean, 10 for 70, I mean, I mean, it moves the chains, right? Yep. I mean, that, that helps out. And then Gasecki's, you know, he's a little deep. He's at a little deeper target, but they don't have that really deep target. So everything is underneath, and nobody is scared of the running game. Those guys are just awful. I mean, I did hear, I did hear some people saying the coach might not even make it through the year. Is that yeah. a that? Yeah, a I thing? think it's just angry fans. I think if anybody goes, it'll. The GM will go before the coach, I'm pretty sure. But I'm just I'm thinking ring, ring, ring. Hey, Indianapolis Colts, how's Marlon Mack looking? Can yeah. we borrow him? Send him on down. Uh, but also, I mean, the defense this week, we were without they were without Jones and Howard. I was gonna wear I, I just got my new Howard jersey in the mail that I got. And I couldn't wear it this week because he was out. But yeah, I think it's we'll see what happens when they get healthy. There's the Deshaun Watson people still yelling Deshaun Watson. I just it's not going to help because he can't play for He won't play until 2024 in all <laughs> reality. Let's be honest. So I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, it's a scary time to be a Dolphins fan. People are putting paper bags on their head. I might join them. So it's let's move into our – to be a Dolphins fan for a really, really long time. I mean, and we had one good year. Let's, <laughs> let's move in for our, our favorite segment of the week, sure, for our waste of a touchdown. So let's go to Green Bay. There is a one-yard touchdown cast. It must be Devontae Adams turning around, snapping it from Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Alan Lazard showing up again. That is a total waste of a touchdown. And I really like that guy, too. I used to. <laughs> so we are going to go to the Baltimore Ravens game. There are three amazing rushing touchdowns. And we know they're all by Lamar Jackson. Oh, wait. No, that's not Lamar Jackson. That's Le'Veon Bell. Latavius Murray and Devonta Freeman. Holy cow. Three non-Lamar touchdowns are definitely total waste of a touchdown. And I really thought that Tyson Williams would get some run this week. I was completely wrong on that. I'm an idiot. Oh, let's go. Let's go to the Cincinnati game. We had a 24-yard receiving touchdown straight to Joe Mixon, or maybe it's maybe it's Jamar Chase. Oh wait, no, it's Captain America, Chris Evans. That is a total waste of a touchdown, but that was a great catch. Oh, it was pretty amazing. Oh, here we go. Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz getting ready to throw the ball. Oh, we know it's going to be Michael Pittman, 51-yard touchdown. Oh wait, no. Paris Campbell, that is a total waste of a touchdown. Five-yard touchdown run in New York. Doesn't matter who was going to get it. 
but Elijah Penny got it. Huh? <laughs> Who started him? That is definitely a total waste of a touchdown. Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, 24-yard touchdown catch. Oh, wait, nope, sorry. That's Demarcus Robinson getting his one or two for the year. Total waste of a touchdown. Let's go to Cleveland. There is an 11 and a 57-yard touchdown. It must be Kareem Hunt out of the backfield. Maybe Odell Beckham. Nope, it's Donovan People-Jones. Total waste of a touchdown. Actually, total waste of two touchdowns. <laughs> oh, let's do that one over again. Let's go. To, let's, let's go visit the Raiders, who apparently we got wrong, and they just rolled the Broncos. Oh, but <laughs> Josh Jacobs, thirty-one yard and eighteen yard touch. Oh wait, no, it's not him getting those touchdowns. That's Kenyon Drake. That is a total waste of two touchdowns. Well, your boy Harris in New England having a great game. There's a one-yard touchdown. Oh, that's not him. That's my boy Ramondre Stevenson. But it is a Complete waste of a touchdown. <laughs> Ooh, one-yard touchdown for Seattle. It must be your boy DK Metcalf. Oh, nope. It's Will Disley showing up. Total waste of a touchdown. Even though I'm ha- I am happy to see Disley get involved a little bit. I do like that guy. I mean, all those injuries, all those injuries make gotta make you like him, right? Yeah, I love Will Disley, but yeah, that's gotta be it. So we got a couple quick pickups but we're, so before we get out of here. Who do you got this week? So I was going to go with Donovan Peoples-Jones, but we've already talked about him. If he's available, I think you should probably scoop him up. But what I really want to talk about is the Seattle backfield. we got Rashad um, Penny and maybe DJ Dallas. I mean, if they're both available, we might want to take a shot on either one. Uh, Collins may not play. Of course, we know Carson ain't going to play. We know, you, um, we know they like to run the ball, especially with Geno Smith back there. So if you could get either one of them, I think either one would be a solid pickup. Maybe yep. Penny actually plays well, but most likely he's going to get hurt again. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to make that joke. <laughs> uh, my my quick hits are, I was going to say, my boy Ramondre Stevenson. People might hear of him. That he's Even though he's screwing up, they're giving him more chances, which is a strange thing for New England, which means they have some faith in him. If you need a tight end, Firemouth might be available. He's starting to get a little tread there in, in Pittsburgh. And also, just keep your eyes out in your league for guys that are injuries that might be coming back that somebody dropped. I got in a league where Jerry Judy is sitting on the waiver wires, but we have wide receiver limits, so I don't want to pick him up quite yet. But I might have to this week. But yeah, I mean, for that. If, if Jerry Judy's out there, I think you uh, you almost got to get him. You're going to have to get him, like you said, you're going to have to get him a week early. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm looking this week. I almost got him last week. I got to see who I, the problem is who I got to dump because my team is so good. But JJ <laughs> Wayne, give us some wisdom for the week and then let's get out of here. Yeah, with all these bye weeks, um, don't let these bye weeks get you down. Um, it's like we said last week, we don't really plan for the bye weeks. We just deal with them when they come through. Like I'm in a league this week and I got Josh Allen and Dak Prescott and CD Lamb on a bye. I mean, my team is going to be struggling, but you know what? I'm not going to let it get me down. I think my team is good enough to be built around the buys. Always play for depth. And, like, and, and as always, trust yourself and trust the process. Yeah.